0: It is so explicit. It is so plain. of what Paul is saying that the message is so plain uh, of salvation and other aspects of this this, uh, book. And uh, so it is uh, a joy of me to to reread in the book of Romans, as well as other places, what the Lord would have for us now. Uh, of course Paul is the apostle to the Gentiles and time by, and time, by time Paul gets down to, to writing in Romans and Thessalonians and Ephesians he is writing to a lot of Gentiles and you got to understand Gentiles background they were not steeped in Moses writings All right. they came as you might say the old saying that we say. They came right in off the street and found the Lord, so they didn't have a background. So, so, uh, so, Paul is, uh, is dealing with that a lot here. Uh, but if my memory serves me correctly, we got down to about damn, verse eight or nine last week, and so uh, and so. Let me start uh, at verse seven, so that I might get the thought that I believe the Lord would have me to give you this morning. Verse seven of chapter 5 of Romans for scarcely for a righteous man will one, will one die yet for, for a good man some would even dare to die and I'll meet you soldiers in the in in military and sailors and marines that gave their life for their country and so they knew that but God committed his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners Christ died for us God foresaw mine and your sins. And you say, well, Jesus was crucified uh, 2,000 years ago. How did he die for me? Well, he died for you because the foreknowledge of God knew that we would be sinners and that we would be a savior. So he sent his son to die for us on Calvary's cross. And and Isaiah said, as I say so often, when God saw the travail of his soul, he was satisfied that our sin had been paid of the cross. Yeah. All right, next verse. Much more than being now, you get that word now, justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. I want to deal this morning with that verse right there. Much more being being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. It's a, it's a popular term today. <clears throat> it's a popular term today in contemporary religion, the word saved. But what are you saved from? I mean, I met people and said, well, I'm saved, I'm saved, I'm saved. Well, what are you saved from? See? Now, if you're really saved, you, you got saved from something. What What is that? Saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Saith, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make us pass straight. The same John had his frame of camel's hair, and a leathern girdle about his loins, and his meat was locust and wild honey. Then went out <clears throat> to him Jerusalem and all who did all the region around about Jordan, and were baptized of him in Jordan. Confessing their sins. Right. Now, that's very vital. When people get saved, do they confess their sins? Or did they just get in a state of some kind of promotion the church is putting no. on? Confessing their sins. You see what I mean? But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees come to his baptism, he said to them, O generation of vipers, who have warned you to flee the wrath to come, bring forth their fruits for, pray for, pray for, pray for meet for repentance, and so, think not to save in yourselves. We have Abraham to our Father, for I say unto you that God is able to these stones to raise up children of Abraham. Alright, who hath warned you to flee the wrath of God? Is, is John offering in his message? Is he offering a, an opportunity for men to flee the wrath? Yes, is that his message? Yes, it is. Sure is. What, is that our message? Yes, it is. Yes, I am. Yes, it is. You want to flee the wrath, Go. Now, I teach, I teach future wrath, and I'm talking about extreme wrath uh, in, in two phases. Number one, there will be what what we're going to read about in Matthew 24. Turn there right now if you want to. Matthew 24. I want to deal with that just a little bit. Matthew 24, and look at verse 20. Matthew 24, verse 20. It says, and this is the Lord talking, but pray that your flight be not in winter neither on the Sabbath day. For then shall be great tribulation such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. Okay, now what did the Lord say there? What, what is this message in that verse? Not ever going to be a time like this since there was an earth. This is going to be worse than the, than the flood of Noah. This is going to be worse than Solomon and Gomorrah. That's what the Lord said. A great tribulation. Now, I looked up the word tribulation in, in a dictionary, and it means grievous trouble, suffering, and affliction. It means grievous trouble, suffering, and affliction. That's what the dictionary said. Alright, so it's going to be a tribulation. And... and Except those days should be shortened there should no flesh be saved. Right. You think about that. You think about that. Oh we've had great we've had uh, terrible times, you know, in the 30s and uh, we had a great depression <laughs> in America and, and they had the uh, the, the, the despots that ruled Europe for about ten or ten or twenty years, what oh, great, but it's gonna be worse than that. Right? It's gonna be worse than that. Uh, <clears throat> Except these days shall be shortened. There shall no flesh be saved, not souls, flesh. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Now I think he's talking the Jewish nation there, and and I I already taught a lesson why I believe the church will be raptured before the tribulation. That tribulation I'm talking about, and I believe it will. Be. Now, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Uh, uh, the Lord, the Lord sending a message down here saying. Uh, flee the wrath to come and then God saved us and makes and, and us in church and, and then we go through that. Uh the tribulation is not for the church, right. in my opinion. The tribulation is to bring Israel back. You might read uh you might read Zechariah chapter eight right there and it might give you some help on that if you get time. And then it's to bring Israel back. It's to destroy the uh, the, the false religion mother harlots and it, and it is to destroy the antichrist now that's what I think the tribulation is about this tribulation he's talking about. It's gonna be a great tribulation. Alright now and so so what are some of these tribulations? Now I wanna I want to deal with that this morning a little bit Lord willing I want to deal with that so i might be turning to Revelation uh book of Revelation and I will start in chapter one. Read a little bit here because now let me say this to to bring you up to to, to speed on this. When I was a child, of course, I was raised in the Baptist Church, and even even in school, we didn't talk about it much, but once in a while, we would talk about it. And everybody there, every kid there, believed in the tribulation coming, they believed in a seven year tribulation. They believed a the man was going to come, and have a number of 666. Now they didn't know when, didn't know how he was coming, but they knew it was there. But today, people don't even know it's in the Bible. But, yeah, they think God is going to do something good to yeah. you. And he's going to do good, something good for you in the flesh. You see what I mean? Never fighting about, are you saved from wrath to come? Yeah. Are you saved from wrath to come? See? Alright. Let me read Revelation chapter 1. Start verse one. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him, to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass, and he sent and signified by the angel, by his angel unto his servant John, who bear record of the word of God, of the testimony of Jesus Christ, and of all things they saw. Blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. All right, now what did I read in them three verses? To tell you that the Bible says that these things are coming up on the earth. Right. They're coming. They are at hand. Mm-hmm. So that means they can't miss. Yeah. See, the world cannot miss the tribulation. You yeah. just can't do it. Right. I'm sorry, you just can't do it. The world can't miss. See? And so, now then, turn with way to chapter 6, Revelation Sunny book, because this morning I want to present to you the wrath of God. The wrath of God is what we're talking about this morning. Alright, verse 6, chapter 6, verse 12. <clears throat> and I will help when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth, of hair, and the moon became as blood. And the stars of heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig tree casts her untimely figs. When she is shaken of a mighty wind. And the heaven departed by as a scroll when it is rolled together, and every mountain and island that were moved out of their places. And the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, every bond man, and every free man, hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains, and said to the mountains and the rocks, Follow us and hide us from the face of Him suffer from the throne from the wrath of the Lamb. What? From what? From the goodness of God? From the goodness of God? No. From the wrath of the Lamb. Right. For the great day of His wrath is come and who shall be able to stand? Now this stuff, preaching God is love and God is love. I know 1 John says it and I believe mean it, but that's not all God is. Right. There's another side of God. There's another side of God. And so so there is some things to be avoided By getting saved. See? Now, I'm not teaching you that you just run from the devil and and, and trust. But but that is an added benefit, as Brother uh, brother Chris mentioned this morning in his lesson. See? I'm not a child of wrath. Amen. Now, I was a child of wrath according to Ephesians chapter 2. You see? And I could say a lot of things about it to praise God. Boy, I'm just so thankful I'm not a child yeah, of wrath I thank you I'll thank, you. Oh, thank your holy name holy God whatever happens to me will be, we'll be in his glory I hope ah. but, but but I'm not a child of wrath flee the wrath of come, I fled the wrath come. So when I got saved I fled the wrath of God see we're now children of God Man. did you burn your kids up God ain't gonna burn his up either yeah. I need to tell you that Alright, there's some more wrath coming. Let's, let's, go to, let's go to chapter 13 of Revelation. Chapter 13 of Revelation. Let's look at verse 11. Chapter 13, verse 11. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth that had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. Wow. That's kind of amazing, isn't it? He, he looked like a lamb. But what was his message? How did he speak? See, he spoke as a dragon. See, you got to watch preachers, you got to, and, and and teachers and damn funny. coming. What's their message. Right. What's their message? Is their message? Send me a, send me a hundred dollars and I'll get oh God, Him doing something good for you. Is that is that a message? Or you know. The television group group. So you gotta watch that. Right? You've got to watch that. right you got to watch that they are speaking as a dragon. Amen? A man. See? They're speaking as a dragon. Alright? Now, when it says another beast, that means a beastly person. Does not mean a lion or a tiger or a bear. It means a beastly person. Alright? And he exercises all the power of the first beast before him and caused the earth and them that dwell there and to worship the first beast. Who's dead in the wilderness, Now, I've heard people say, well, if I have to go around, I'm not going to worship the beast. I'm not. Uh, back in the old days, people talked about it. You don't hear it anymore because our people don't know that. Right. But I've heard people say, well, what well, this verse says you are. Right. If you don't get saved, you're going to worship Him if you're here. That's what this verse says, right? right. That's what it says. And He, he does, now this is the beast, He did a great wonders. So that he might fire come down from heaven on yeah. the earth and the side of men, yeah. great miracles, great miracles. See, I've heard people say, "Well, I know he's of God because he does miracles." Wait a minute, wait a minute. Miracles is going to be the cause of a lot of people being, uh, being uh, misled, right? See, and think about it, but think, think of America in our present state. Think if they go out to a great football stadium. I guess they're gonna have one today, aren't they? And and and, and there'll be there'll be hundreds, that there, there, there'll be thousands of people there. Right. And what if they just stopped the thing and said, okay, so we decided to show you God, let fire come down of hell. Now say the fire is going to come out. See? What well, you thought that would get people's minds? You thought that would it would would say, Oh, A mark in their right hand or in their foreheads that no man might buy or sell, save he which hath the mark or the name of the beast, a number in his name, the number of his name. Here is wisdom Let him that understandeth count the number of beasts, for it is the number of man, and his number is 600, six. Now, I do not know much about this. I do not know when this is going to happen. But I do not know where the man's sin is coming from. But I know what's going to happen. Because we are told right here. You see what I mean? And so so we, we need to take heed that this is wrath. This is wrath coming upon human race. Right. See? And what you mean? And again I'm i I'm, I'm going back to what I said a while ago. We have so many people in religion that God is love. God is good every day. And he is. But that's not all about is. God's got rat. Right. Like right. John the Baptist said, who warned you to flee the rat? Right. Yeah. You see what I mean? So I'm back to what Paul said. He said, make your calling an election sure. sir. Yeah. You see what I mean? Like this, ah! Uh-huh. I saw that movie, War of the Worlds. I know that's just a fantasy. God's word is not fantasy. See, let me say this: the same Bible that's got John 3:16 in it has got this in it. The same God Bible, the same Bible. And what did I read in chapter one? The things that must certainly come. men were on the earth, so mighty an earthquake and so great. We have a 4.5 earthquake here, and we get all shit cut and, and I'm for that. I, 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 I fear an earthquake. See? And, and now the smart man said, don't get, don't get the damage in the building, so it gets to be about 5.5. And, and it starts damaging the building. That's what smart people say. I don't know. But what did he say here? He said, this is going to be the greatest thing that ever happened. All right. In fact, the Bible indicates that the Lord is going to shake the earth around Jerusalem and level it all out for the earthquake. I don't know if that's this one or not. But the great earthquake. And the great city was divided in three parts, and the city of the nations fell, and great Babylon came in remembrance before God to give unto her (coughs) as you are. Remember that? The cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. Every island fled away, the mountains were not found. And there fell upon men a great hail out of heaven, every stone about the weight of a tower. and okay. So, so, I'm just telling you this morning, who has warned you to flee the wrath to come? Right. And I'm teaching the lesson this morning. See, Paul said in the Romans that we're saying wrath, yeah. Saved wrath, uh, wrath. God's got wrath. And then one man said, "Well, what? Why is God? Why is God so angry? Why? Well, one preacher said, "I will be wrath. God's wrath is His holiness responding to sin." Really, I hope that you will take this. Really, the world right now, we're on probation. God has is, God is not yet let this all fall on us, what i believe. Mean. He's not yet done it. But what he's saying in chapter one, it's going to. Right. It's going to. My old preacher used to say, I know you're sitting back there saying, I'm not going to be here when I'm out house. But he, he up the he'd take that big long thing and said, but somebody is. Somebody's going to be here. Now you can play that. You don't have to go through this. Right. You don't even have to let this touch you. about the eternal the eternal wrath of God and that's found in chapter 20 of Revelation and and you Bible readers know about this, let me read it in in closing my lesson this morning I'm in chapter 20 of Revelation verse 11 (coughs) and I saw a great fight throne, and him that sat on it of whose face the earth and the heaven fled away and there was no place well then, boy, oh, that's a that's a perilous picture to me. That's a perilous picture to me. The face of God is so angry the heaven and earth that way. And there's no place found for this group that's here. And I saw the dead. Hell, Lord. at Not pointed at anybody. I just, the Lord put it on my Amen. heart like to talk about wrath. I mean, we, it seems to me like many times we read over the word, the word wrath kind of like it. And that's not a word to be taken lightly. Like it. Right. It's, you know, it's in God's Bible. Yeah. And I'm just praising His name this morning. He made a way out. That's why, you know, I taught a lesson once before, and I really believe it, that it's my opinion. Church is not going to be here during that time, and, and, and you know, the three reasons given in the scripture. In my opinion, you know, we got people that just think that the church will, and that's fine. That's, I don't, I don't correct them. I don't, I don't argue with them. But boy, it gives me a lot of pleasure, and a lot of, a lot of, a lot of grace, love for the Lord. Say, man, all of this is coming up on the world. You can right. get say, Jesus Christ will be your Savior, and he will come and get us before we'll this happens.